Good morning. Good morning. We'll be talking the whole episode through. Good morning. Good morning. I am your pop culture maven, Jeff Malone, to you and with me. Good morning. As always, from Hampton, Maine, it is my Aunt Beth Woods. Good morning. Good morning to you. (laughs) And joining us is a very special guest. You might know her from being related to her, just like me and Aunt Beth are. Or you might know her if you've ever given birth in the past few years in Washington Heights, Manhattan. Please welcome, live from the Upper West Side, Katie Malone. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Even though it's evening. <laughs> well, it is evening as we are speaking right now as we are recording, but this episode will be available to listen to Sunday morning or whatever morning you prefer to listen to podcasts. Um, but anyway, yes, this is That's Entertainment. And as you may have guessed, this is the musical episode of That's Entertainment. We are going to be tackling an entire genre of cinema, the kind where people break out into songs because their emotions are just too full to be contained by normal speaking. So, um, in case this is your first time listening or you like a refresher, on uh, That's Entertainment, we pick a pop culture topic and discuss it according to the three Fs. First, favorite, and forever. And as I've just mentioned, today's topic is movie musicals. And that topic was suggested to us by our guest. So, uh, Katie, um, are you just always in a musical mood? I am. I have had a friend say to me that my mind is musicals and thinking of new quinoa recipes. <laughs> Thanks. My one of my roommates had quinoa today. There's little bits left in the sink. It it does stay around. Um, it's surprisingly fragrant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, oh, I did, uh, one thing I wanted to mention, um, well, one thing, um, uh, in uh, the country right now, we are in the midst of um, a a pandemic, and we're also in the midst of um, very intense civil unrest that I think I would say is more intense than it's ever been in my in mine and Katie's lifetime. Um, Aunt Beth, you were how would you compare this to like the 1960s? Well, I was still young then too. I was so I don't remember a lot of it, but I, I feel like this is pretty intense. I mean. Um, that would have been, well, the Civil Rights Act, so I was probably only 10 or so, so it's hard for me to really, you know, I probably wasn't that aware of it, so I'm sure that was, you know, it's hard for me to say if this is worse or what, but anything like this is just so horrifying to me and scary. I think I can speak for all three of us when I say that we stand for, we stand alongside all victims of systemic racism and any discrimination. Um, but yeah, so if it felt weird not to acknowledge that that was going on, but um, we are a pop culture discussion pod podcast and. I think one of our goals for our listeners is that you can turn to us when you need a break from the intensity and scariness of the world. So if this can provide you 
some uh, relief from that anxiety for uh, an hour or so, then we've met one of our goals. Not much of a, an easy way to segue, so I'll just uh, move forward. Now, Katie, I did want to ask you, what do you think is the ideal length of a podcast episode? This is this issue has come up with uh, me and Aunt Beth. We've uh, kind of been discussing it. I like under an hour. Okay. Yeah. I like. I personally like a mix. I like one. I, some of my favorite shows can go regularly two hours, and it's nice to have ones that are quick bites, like twenty or thirty minutes. Aunt Beth definitely prefer. I think. Uh, would you say forty-five minutes is ideal? Yeah. I. I guess I just. Not that I have a short attention span, but I mean, for TV, it's I can sit and watch shows longer. But when I'm just listening to something, even, you know, if it was on the radio or whatever, I just can't listen to people talking for that long. I guess I, I just I guess if I was in the car and I had it on, yeah. then I'd be more apt to I'd, you know, listen to something longer. But if I just was putting something on in the house, I'd probably want it shorter. Yeah. Well, for me, I think other marathon listeners, it's kind of something I put on in the background while I'm doing something else that I don't have to give 100% of my attention to. So, But um, there is at least one 12-hour podcast that I know of out there. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> Connor Ratliff and J.D. Amato co-hosted that. They're um, two of uh, my brother's old chris gethard show colleagues um but anyway so we've also been getting some feedback about our last episode our best movies of the 2010s that i wanted to mention yeah i think um i my dad and my mom both talked to me they were they've been working on their lists oh good i want to hear theirs when they finish yeah it is fun when you think about it yeah, I was thinking I need to work on my list. Yeah. Yeah, any anyone who's listening, feel free to uh, send them our way. You can email us at um that's entertainmentpodcast at gmail dot com or you can uh if you uh know me or Aunt Beth personally, you can feel free to uh text us your lists. Um and we'll uh you know we'll mention them on the show or we might post them on Instagram or something. Um and also, as a reminder, as always, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever uh, podcast uh, listening app you listen to us on, we will read that review on the show. And um, oh, and I have an assignment for our listeners. If you are enjoying us, I would like you to text one person and recommend that they listen as well. Katie, I expect a little more from you as the guest of this episode. I expect right. you to at least tell two people, at least mention it to your roommates. Okay, I can do that. Awesome. <laughs> We're ready. Yeah. So let's get on with our topic. Okay. Yes, we are. We are going to now talk about. Are we going to sing about it? We will find out. Movie musicals. Uh, we're going to be covering plenty of them, and it, it'll. I think it'll be a surprise to each of us which particular musicals we're going to be discussing. But uh, there'll be ones, I can promise you, there'll be ones that we love. So we'll move, go ahead right into our first section, which is known as First. Very good place to start. And uh, here we're gonna we're gonna do it a little bit differently than usual. Um, I think I said to Aunt Beth and Kate, let's uh, talk about like sort of the moment when we realized we really loved musicals. But I said, you guys take the lead here because I'm pretty sure you both are, are bigger fans of musicals than I am. So um, we'll let our guests go first. Katie, you uh, let us in on. This was, I had the toughest time with this one because it's been as long as I remember that mm-hmm. I've loved musicals. Um, I think part of that definitely had to do with our mother, Jeff. Um, 
She is a huge musical fan. Now, now our mother is not named Jeff. So that was our mother, <laughs> comma Jeff. Katie was was talking to me. Um, but I do remember a moment, and I don't know if it was high school or college, but around that time, when I realized that at age five, my favorite movie was Fiddler on the Roof. It's hard to be Jewish. It's hard to be Jewish. It's hard to be Jewish in Russia. No. Really? So, you know how <laughs> kids have that movie that they just keep re-watching and re-watching? Fiddler on the Roof was one of those movies at, for me. At five years old? Wow. Five years old, yes. So, I don't know if we had it taped or what. We must have had a copy. So, when I realized that, I was like, oh, yeah, musicals. I remember the soundtrack being played. I don't know if Dad played it a lot, but I don't think I've ever seen the movie. I think we must have had a taped version of it or something, oh, but oh, yeah. And funny. then, of course, as a young kid, Annie was one of my favorites, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which I think the, that I remember we definitely taped on VHS. It was on like ABC and we oh, had yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those were early memories of loving musicals, but I couldn't really like place a time when I knew yeah I said mine was similar when you said because of your mother I said mine probably was after hearing albums played on our old hi-fi in our living room that my mother had the old albums from 50s um uh musicals like South Pacific and Oklahoma Carousel, Camelot, and West Side Story, and I just remember hearing them in the living room a lot, very often, and think so I hadn't seen the movies, but I really liked the music, and then especially in fourth grade, so it would have been 1965 when after I saw The Sound of Music, um, and then I then I was hooked, and um, remember thinking years later that after I saw that movie, I was only nine years old. I probably didn't understand three quarters of what was going on in the movie, but just knew that I loved the singing and the dancing and the kids and especially Julie Andrews. But something grabs you when, you know, you hear that the music and um, the dancing when you're younger. Um, So that, that just got me, but probably not till I was about, not as young as you, probably, because when my mom would play those, I probably wasn't more aware of it, maybe like eight or nine or so. Yeah. She would play those. And there's still musicals that I've never seen, but I know all the songs. Yeah. My yeah, mom playing. The album, and yeah. So do you remember hearing stuff, Jeff? Yeah, I guess. Um... Most of the ones that Katie mentioned, since we did grow up in the same house after all. But, yeah, I mean, I um, I didn't um, come up with the question as thoroughly for this uh, portion of uh, the discussion as you did, because I, I wanted to leave it to you here now to answer the challenge of trying to convince me to make musicals one of my favorite genres. Okay. (laughs) So I'll say right now, I'd say horror is my favorite genre. Um, I mean, I like, I'm a true cinephile, so I will watch any kind of movie, but um, there are, I um, so you, you don't have to convince me to love musicals, period. Just but, um, if you wanted me to sing from the heavens about how much I love them, what, what would you say to me? Did you come up with something, Kate? Oh, gosh. So musicals, they're just, they give you a way to express your feelings more than just talking visually who doesn't love a choreographed dance scene Mm. and I think even the 
sad musicals. Like, the songs get stuck in your head, and they're just, it's like, why do I, this is tough, Jeff, to convince you. Yeah. <laughs> but would you, rec- on the, that one note you, you uh, began with, would you recommend that I sing to the people in my own life? Like, do you think that would be a an effective tactic in courtship, for example? <laughs> no, and maybe maybe that's why musicals are great, because it's an acceptable way to just sing your feelings, where in life, I, I don't think that would go over well. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you're saying it's a way to, uh, to work out your socially unacceptable urges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I can, I can, yeah, I can, that, that can appeal to me. Okay. And I have, I wrote down a lot of times you hear people say, oh, I hate musicals. And I think they're not taking into consideration some, to me, the genius that goes into the, the films with the, when you witness some of the most clever lyrics that you're ever going to hear in any kind of music, any, any genre, you know, compare it, you know, people might say it's corny. If they ever listen to the lyrics that are written in some of these songs, it's unbelievable. <laughs> and I just, you know, I think of some of my favorite songs, like compared to some of them, like could be compared to a rap song, the, the poetry that it's just so clever and then, like you mentioned, the uh, you know you're going to have phenomenal phenomenal choreography, along with the the um, the clever lyrics. And so you'd have to be a pretty limited moviegoer to me if you if you didn't um, say you know if you flat out said oh I don't like musicals. So to me, people that say that, then I, I would think, oh, well, then you're not a very, like you said, I give you a lot of credit, Jeff, because you say you do enjoy all forms of movies. And, and I, um, you're better than me because I won't go see horror movies, but that's just because I get too scared. <laughs> so, would you go but, to a musical horror movie? Because there are a few of those out there. Well, I've gone to a Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. I just forget about that when I was writing this. I mean, I guess it depends how scary it is. But um, but yeah, I think people probably don't give musicals. Some people just flat out say, "Oh, I won't see a musical." I think they're really missing out on, you know. I I guess I can see some parts if they want to say, "Oh, that's so corny," but they're missing out on a lot of it because there's some genius genius uh, well you know with i mean i'm thinking this is we're talking about uh, movies but when you think of the genius of hamilton and the lyrics oh my god i was gonna say all you have to do is listen to lin-manuel talk about how he wrote lyrics i know the word corny is just out of your mind my shot took a solid year to write wow. because I wanted Hamilton, I wanted to establish Hamilton was this next level intellect, way right. smarter than I could be freestyling on the spot. Right. And, um, but then there's a song called Wait For It that I wrote on a train ride. And I'm going to talk about that when we get into the next phase of my favorite musical, because I think these lyrics are genius too. So anyway, I hope we convinced you a little bit. I think so. Well, I did want to, one thing that you just prompted, um, so we established maybe singing to someone in real life might not be socially acceptable, but are, mm-hmm. is there a context in real life where copying some of the choreography from musicals might be acceptable? I don't know if you could start dancing. <laughs> what about a wedding? What if you wanted to, uh, at your wedding reception, dance yeah. to uh do some of the moves from one of your favorite musicals probably that what might be more yeah if it was the right setting i mean you couldn't just out of the blue start dancing but yeah maybe at a wedding we'll see okay. maybe at wesley's wedding we could plan a little uh, <laughs> 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 we need a little uh dance re- uh, something okay so yeah 
any if anyone out there listening has any ideas for what um what bit of choreography would be, be would best work at Wesley and Elizabeth's wedding? Um, let let us know and okay. let them, or maybe maybe don't let them know. Let us know and we'll we'll spring it on them okay. as a surprise at some point. Um, I think we're ready to move on to the next section. Do you uh, okay. guys feel ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, get excited because. Section number two on That's Entertainment is the favorite section where we discuss our most loved pieces of the topic at hand. So we're going to go right ahead and reveal our favorite musicals of all time. Each one of us is going to pick our number one. Um, Katie, as our guest, I'm going to go let you go first again. What is your favorite movie musical of all time? This one I struggled with the least. West yeah, Side Story. Oh! <laughs> oh! Me too! Isn't that funny? That's I, fun. Yes, I was... I thought maybe we would have matched with this one. I actually watched West Side Story last week in preparation. I saw there, that on your list, Jeff. You had never were, seen it before? I, I hadn't seen that or Singing in the Rain before, and I'm like, I'll take this opportunity to yeah. finally get to that. Jeff, wow. I don't know how we grew up in the same house, and you never. <laughs> I've heard all the songs before. Yeah. Oh Plenty of times. It, yes. West Side Story will always be my favorite. Do, we, do you want me to give a synopsis? <laughs> I think well, everyone knows. Well, you could give a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, modern day Romeo and Juliet that takes place in New York in the fifties about two street gangs, the, um, the Jets and the Sharks. And of course, Tony, who's a member of the Jets is in love with Maria, whose brother is the leader of the Sharks. Um, the songs are, even if you haven't seen West Side Story, everyone knows the songs. Mm-hmm. They're played on commercials, and yeah. there's homages and parodies of them out there. And one oh, of my yeah. favorite parodies is there There was a Gap commercial about 20 years ago uh, set to uh, Cool. Is it just called Cool, I think? Yeah. Or play. Um, and it was like these two... It was like two Gap-wearing gangs just dancing to Cool. And then oh. SNL did a parody of that where Horatio Sands and a bunch of, like, plus-size extras were doing the same dance from the commercial, and then it turned out to be a commercial for uh, Gap Fat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this musical, speaking of the choreography, this has some of the best dancing. And I remember the first time that um, I watched this movie was with my dad. And the whole time he was like, oh, I just wish I could dance like them. <laughs> I think it's it, his is favorite it one of your dad's too. favorites, too? I think it's his favorite. Okay. Yeah. And just the the song Tonight, I think, is one of the first of its kind where it tells almost every character's story. When they're they all singing all, it. Oh, I love yeah, that. All yeah. overlap. I so, yeah, Or you, you can... No, I, I think that's in because while well, we're both you keep going, but I have more on that up here. I don't know. If the you... um only thing, and I did watch this last night while working on my notes because I figured it was good background. Every time I watch it, I guess can I give spoilers? I mean, it's a very old movie. I cry at the end every time. Oh my god! I... Natalie Wood's speech at the end is just. <laughs> yeah. Katie, do you listen to Unspooled? I do not, no. Well, um, Unspooled, for anyone who doesn't know, it's with uh, Paul Shear and Amy Nicholson. They discuss the AFI's 100 Greatest Movie list and in their West Side Story episode. I kind of remember them really singing Rita Moreno's praises, but not mm. being as big a fan of uh, Natalie Wood, thinking that maybe she was... I forget what their criticism was, but I think like they kind of thought she fell flat compared to the 
compared to Rita Moreno, especially. But and I, they, they're two differently. They're they're two they're performances that are different uh, at different volumes. Is one way to put it. But I was um, I don't know. Maybe I was um wasn't maybe it's because I wasn't expecting too much, but I was very impressed by Natalie Wood. I thought her and who plays Tony? George Shakir. Oh, Tony, no, is what's his name? I was gonna say George Shakiris. That's the other guy. Oh, who's Tony? My mind just went blank. Let's see. Riff is um t- um. <laughs> I should be Richard on the Damer. Richard yeah. Beamer. Or is it Beamer? Well, anyway, yeah. I thought the two of them had quite well, I, intense uh, yeah. chemistry. Well, I love Natalie Wood was my favorite actress. Well, I will say my one criticism of West Side Story is um, within the Puerto Rican gang and Puerto Rican characters, Rita Moreno is the only one who's actually Puerto Rican. (laughs) So that is the one, I mean, it was made in the 60s, but that is my one criticism is, I mean, Natalie Wood is amazing and I loved her in that, but she's near Puerto Rican. (laughs) Well, back then, I guess they didn't think about that as much. (laughs) Well, that's funny that so I said that's that's funny that that's my it's my favorite musical but also my favorite movie of all time is it also your favorite movie or just your favorite musical it's my definitely my favorite musical I don't it's up it's definitely in the top 10 for favorite okay. movie. it's my favorite I said it has some of the smartest cleverest lyrics of any musical and the dancing is beyond compare um I wrote just the same. It was on Broadway first from 57 to 59 and came out in 61. And it was, uh, it won 10 Academy Awards, including Best Picture, Supporting Actor and Actress and Director. Um, the Some of the dancing with a dance at the gym and then that goes into that ballet. Um, America, this, this is unbelievable. And just G Officer Krupke, people should look up the lyrics to that. That's hysterical. Um, Bob, um, brother Rob, he performed G Officer at karaoke one. Oh, did he? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And the just America, the lyrics where it's, it's the Puerto Ricans singing it, but they're talking about how being white versus being Puerto Rican and some of them want to be here and some of them don't want to be here. And it's just brilliant. And um, you, you talked about when I looked up, it looks like you can watch it in a lot of places. It's on Netflix, uh, Google Play, YouTube, Amazon Prime, Hulu, Stars, so most places. But then the other thing I wanted to mention is so this year at Christmas, they're doing a new version of it with that Steel, Steven Spielberg is directing. Um, which is supposed to come out right before Christmas. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about it because it is my favorite movie. And so I think, ooh, do I want them to make a remake of my uh, such a classic? You know, you wonder. Um, I did read about the the uh, the two girls that, that played Natalie Wood's role and um, Rita Moreno's role. I read a little bit about and they did look promising. And then I think it's oh who's the guy? It's a good good guy in there that's playing. Is it Ansel? Ansel Gord, it looks like. Yeah, and I do like him. So I mean I'll probably will see it, but I'm still not sure why they have to try to remake it. What do you think, Katie? Yeah, I agree. Just let good things lie. Oh, no. it's, <laughs> it is a but, classic. Yeah. It is a classic, and uh, people though should go see it just to, yeah. to buy that. So we—that's another one. My mother had the—we had the album first, and it was actually the album from the Broadway show. So it's funny because some of the lyrics are, 
you know, when you listen to Broadway musicals, sometimes the lyrics are a little more risque <laughs> than from the <laughs> movies. So the Geoffrey Crocky music and even America are a little different. Um, but and I finally I bought the CD so I could just listen to the music in the car. It's just so good. And the dance. Oh, man, I love it so much but that when I saw that my friend Barbie and June and I saw it in the movies and Barbie and I sobbed at the end so loud. June was so embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, I cry in movies like where tears will come down. But when when the ending, which I won't, we were like sobbing. Yeah. It was so sad. So people remember, need to. I guess I had come to New York to visit um, my brother Rob around Christmas. And one of the theaters was playing West Side Story. So we went to see it, and of course the theater is full with people who have seen it before, mm-hmm. and it was fun because everyone was like reacting to the same thing. Everyone uh-huh. was crying at the end. It was. Do you know how old you were the first time you saw it? I think I was probably around twelve or thirteen, but I do remember my dad making it a thing. We were watching West Side Story that night. Uh huh. <laughs> I was 14, so. Yeah. All right. All right. Mr. Jeff, what's your favorite? Okay. So, yeah, I had to think about this. So there there were a few I considered. I'm like, hmm, do I, is that one my favorite? I thought maybe South Park Bigger and Longer and Uncut was a possibility. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's, there's plenty of Disney movies, so many of the Disney animated classics are musicals oh, yeah. so I, I think Aladdin is, is my favorite of those but then I was like oh wait a minute of course it came to me of course that's this is a musical and I love all these characters appearances in any form of media and I love all their songs my favorite movie musical is the Muppet movie oh, okay <laughs> So do they actually sing, like, is it they come out and do songs? Oh, well, stuff? it starts, it starts with, well, first it starts with the, the Muppets watching the movie. It's like they're, they're having a screening of the actual movie. Oh, okay. And then, then the first scene of, like, the movie within the movie is Kermit at his home, his uh, home on a swamp singing Rainbow Connection. <sighs> So that's okay. how we meet Kermit. And then he meets up with Fozzie. And so they're, they get on a road trip to go to Hollywood and become rich and famous. And while they're on the road, they sing Moving Right Along. So those are probably the two most famous songs from the movie. And then they meet um, Dr. Teeth and the Electric and Electric Mayhem. <laughs> At, um, I think it's a church, and then they sing. So, like, each song is an introduction to each character. So the, the <clears throat> Electric Mayhem song they do, uh, it's the number's called uh, Can You Picture That, which is a fun little funky number. And then they go to a, uh, like, a county fair or state fair where Miss Piggy is the winner of a pageant. Mm-hmm. And she lays eyes on Kermit and falls in love with him right away and sings a song <laughs> called Never Again. So it's kind of each song is <clears throat> an introduction to each Muppet. And it it's like the, the perfect origin story of these mm-hmm. beloved felt characters, even though the, the Muppet show had been on for about three years at this point. So it was kind of like an origin story after yeah. the fact. Okay. You already love these characters. Now get introduced to them all over again, which yeah. I think is a good way to do it because yeah. um, the writers, the creators have already discovered what works best about these characters. Um, okay. yeah, so that that's available to stream on <laughs> Disney Plus if you okay. want to go and check it out. I also love it for its... Um, tendency to break the fourth wall like there's a few moments where Kermit will be like oh just read the script and uh that way we don't have to explain how we got here to that up to this point Fozzie you can't you can't tell them the whole story you'll bore the audience 
Oh, sorry. But, uh, Kermit, uh, the band here wants to know. Well, let him read the screenplay. Ah, yes, sir! Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Kermit. I love Kermit. What? Okay. I think that's like a, a popular BuzzFeed quiz, is like, which Muppet character are you? Oh. Um, I usually get either Animal or Gonzo. <laughs> what, what do you guys think your results would be? I don't know. I'd have to take a. Do you, is there an actual t test you can take? Yeah, if you if you Google like what Muppet am I, a, a bunch of quizzes will pop up. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if they're scientifically accurate, but yeah, <laughs> I they, don't know who I'd be. I feel like as a child I related to Miss Piggy, but. <laughs> I'm not as loud and obnoxious as I once was. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know who I'd be anymore. I don't know them very well anymore, so. Remember. All right. Can we name a few quick, like, other runners-up that we liked? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I wasn't even thinking when you said Singing in the Rain and all those. I, there's so many. I just wrote Camelot, which is one of my other most favorites. And, of course, The Sound of Music. How, did you have a, a few others, Kate? That... So I had Grease, mm -hmm. oh, Annie, that's mm -hmm. yeah. Sound of Music, Hair, and Singing in the Rain oh, were my hair. Yeah. Hair is one of my favorites. That's Wesley's all-time favorite. Did you watch that with Wesley? Yes, we I did. So. Okay. The first time I, I watched Hair with like, Wesley. Okay. Watched that at like Long Beach Island one year. Mm -hmm. he, bring, he brought it down. Yeah. <laughs> it is the music from that is so great. Yeah. Too. Oh man. How about you, Jeff? Did you have some runners up? Well, I, I mentioned Aladdin, South Park, and I'd say like all the Disney movies of the yeah. 90s are, are worth mentioning. Yeah, Aladdin was pretty good. Yeah. All right, so now Jesus we have... Christ Superstar is also a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. And God, I liked Godspell, too. Godspell, that, too. I love that music. All right. It's harder for the newer ones. Yeah. Yes. So we're we're going to move nice. on to the... The forever yeah. section, which uh, which which will straddle the favorite section a bit too, because in the forever section we talk about what's going on right now in this particular topic. So we're gonna be picking, did I say the past five to ten years, our favorite musical of uh, yeah. of that that span of time. So yeah. So um, Katie, are you ready to reveal your yes. recent favorite? So my okay, recent favorite, I went um, down the Disney road and I went with Moana. Oh, I thought you would. You would text I didn't even think else. of the Disney ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, I struggled with this, and then when I was like, oh, I guess Disney movies do count, and Moana is one of my. I think it might be of the newer Disney movies. It's definitely my favorite. I didn't even see that one. Yeah. Um, there's, it's the story of a girl who's in a Polynesian island. She's going to take over the village. And her quest is she wants to sail beyond the reef. And that's not what they do. So that's, you know, what... Um, so she voyages beyond the reef. She gets help from Maui, who is a shape-shifting demigod. <laughs> and she learns that what she needs to do to be able to sail is to restore the heart of the ocean. Um, but so one of the reasons I love Moana is because it's so different from all Disney stories where her goal is not to find her prince. Oh, that's good, yeah. yeah. And what contrasts, another reason why I like it different from West Side Story is they took the casting 
very seriously and tried to cast all Polynesian. Yeah. So I wrote down how to say the star's name phonetically. It's Auli-E. Okay. Spelled A-U-L-I-I. Wow. Is there an apostrophe between the eyes? Yes, there's an apostrophe between the eyes. She Um, was on a show that I watched after. What was that show? She had a beautiful, she has a beautiful voice. Rise? Is that it? Yes. Oh, yeah. I loved that show. Is that with um, Josh Radner? uh, Yeah. 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 It was just on for one season, I think. Yeah. I liked it. She and was great. Yeah, it's great. They um, cast it that role by going to different high schools. And okay. that's how they did tryouts at different Polynesian high schools. Oh, wow. Okay. But I think also one of the reasons why it's so good and why the songs are so good is because the songs are written by Lynn manuel Miranda. Yes. Who, well, is. <laughs> who is a genius, as we yes. He can do no wrong. Yeah, lyricists of our time. Um, And yeah, so my favorite song from that is I Am Moana, which is secondarily played to How Far I'll Go. But I Am Moana is the name of it. Mm -hmm. I'll have to listen to it. I haven't really heard much of any of that. It's very classic Disney song. And... I could see how some people would put it in the corny category, but, and then my runner up for this, I'll just say quickly, which is definitely in the corny category is Mamma Mia 2, mm-hmm. which I that love was. more than the first Mamma Mia, and it's just silly and funny, Yeah. and I when you don't want to think. There was, there was a fair bit of excitement for that one that I did not expect, like I thought, there, there's definitely a contingent who like it more than the first one. Oh, I like the first one much better <laughs> than the second one. <laughs> I think they're both very silly. But yeah. Right. That's can... Yeah. They're silly and it's ABBA songs. It's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do love what's her name, Lily James. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just adorable. Yeah. That's Moana's available on Disney Plus, I would assume. Yes. I did. Mine's, mine's not very original because I picked this, but I I even looked up like um musicals from the last ten years and there were I couldn't find very many and I didn't I didn't think of Disney ones so I had to stick with my La La Land, which is still one of my favorite movies, which came out in 2016. And which stars two of my favorite actress actors, anyway, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. And what's it's just such a um, it's like a love letter to the golden age of Hollywood and musicals, anyway. So it's it's a good one to pick because if you like musicals, then <laughs> this um, and it's just a great love story. They they meet and fall in love while they're pursuing their dreams in in L.A. And it's just great acting. I, it's a great soundtrack. Um, it's got some great dancing. And sometimes, I think I said this to Jeff in our last episode, sometimes some of the newer um, musicals, you're not sure you're going to like the, the music. But this had a lot of catchy um, songs in it, too. So I really enjoyed it. And didn't really have any other um runners up <laughs> i said all of you mentioned a few underseen i don't even know if i'd consider this a musical i mentioned bohemian rhapsody i don't know if those are considered musicals when it's like I, a, yeah i wouldn't yeah, yeah. I, there are, i think it's sometimes really, you see music biopics automatically categorized as musicals but yeah if, if the only performances are at concerts yeah, or like recording in the studio, then I don't consider it a musical. Yeah. I consider Rocket Man more. To me, that was more of a musical than because yeah. that was it was more when I watched it, I said, oh, this is kind of a musical. It wasn't really a concert type of story. 
So, but yeah, there weren't very many other ones that I um, could think of. So, yeah, I was looking up to see if I had any other runners up that I just wasn't thinking of. And I was surprised that like Bohemian Rhapsody was in lists and yesterday. Yeah. Like, I don't consider yeah, them. That's not really a muse. Yeah. yeah. Although I love that, but yeah. There's, there's one. And Beth, that I'm, I'm hoping you didn't, um, and I'm not that you didn't forget this or something that I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention is, um, I, I know you love this movie is uh, Sing Street. Oh, I did forget that. Oh my God, I didn't see that on the list. We gotta call and complain to whoever made that list. I know that was that probably would have been. Oh my God, that was one of my favorites. I don't think I, I think I looked up the Wikipedia um, and then I looked up musicals of the 2010s. What year was that? About 2015 or 14? 2016. Oh, same as Lala. Oh man, I, I forgot all about that. Did you see that, Katie? No, and I actually last night was thinking I really need to watch this. Oh, one. I love yeah. that. Well, I'm writing that right down. Okay, that's <laughs> runner-up with with uh, La La Land. Did, is, did you pick that, Jeff? What was that? Did Sorry, you pick the... that for your newer newer one? I yeah, I considered mentioning Sing Street, but I was I thought you were gonna mention it, but um oh in La La Land, did you check to see if that's streaming anywhere? No, I didn't do it for that. Sorry. I only did for my my other one. So I forgot to check well, I actually I watched it on HBO <laughs> uh a few days ago. So I think if you have HBO or HBO Go or HBO Max I think okay. it's still available on there. Um, but yeah, for my favorite recent one, now it wasn't, um, it was not Sing Street, although that I did consider that one, but it was another one that was just mentioned a few minutes ago, and that is Rocket Man, the Elton oh, John okay. biopic, which, and I, yes, I would, as just as you were doing it, Beth, I'd compare it to uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, which had come out like just six months earlier and was directed by the same person. Initially, uh, Brian Singer was directing Bohemian Rhapsody, but he left because of, I'm not sure what the, the whole story was there, but then Dexter Fletcher came in and finished the whatever remained to be film. And then... I, I was not a huge fan of Bohemian Rhapsody, so when I saw that he was the director of Rocket Man, I wasn't particularly enthused by that. But then I went and saw it, and like, oh my God, this! I was just blown away, transported. This is like the most ebullient movie I've seen in quite some time, and it's because you know it could have been straightforward, but every performance scene even when it's at a concert has these flights of fancy like there's one part where Elton is performing Crocodile Rock uh, Taron Edgerton plays Elton and mm-hmm. in the middle of it he suddenly starts floating in the air he has mm-hmm. to lean back down to still be able to play his piano and I think the audience starts lifting up too and then the one big concert scene when he's performing the title song. He then walks off stage and has like this interaction with all these characters backstage and he's like said a bit of like a crossroads moment in his life where he's I think he's on his way to rehab or, or something like that. But yeah, this it's um, like every performance scene captures the, the emotions of the songs by just being like, well, what, what if they're flying through the air? What if uh, 
it was a little depressing too though because it showed a very not so nice side of elton too that you that uh was well i guess the true side of him <laughs> that's humor <laughs> no it was it was well done and of course it was great music you know what the the story is in the um extended malone family or actually well i forget who this is um my dad our dad would tell the story to us uh that at someone's birthday party actually i think it might have been aunt beth your cousin christopher uh-huh. one of maybe like his 10th birthday party he wished when he was blowing oh. out his candles, he wished that Crocodile Rock would be number one forever. Yeah, no, it was, he was even young, like really young. It was so cute because we'd have to check what year Crocodile Rock came out because Christopher was like really ahead of his time in music and like half uh-huh. the kids didn't even know about the song. And that's, <laughs> and that's what his wish was. It was really cute. Yes, yeah, same so thing. Like, uh, that story's told at most birthdays whenever we make a wish. Yeah. <laughs> he always tells it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looks like it came out in 1972. Yeah, and Christopher was born in 66. So he was only like six years old. <laughs> and he knew, like, he really knew his music. So, like, all the other kids were like, what the heck's he talking about? <laughs> it was really cute. I think I was probably about the same age when I first heard Crocodile Rock. Do you want to guess where I first heard it? Let's see. commercial. It was something that was mentioned earlier. Oh, no. On SNL. Close. (laughs) Right era. Similar show. The Muppets. Correct. The Muppet okay. Show. Elton John was a guest one episode. Oh, okay. All right. That's we should I, start. I first heard a lot of my favorite our, songs. We should tie up our uh, end here because we're getting yeah. close yeah. to the to end. We're so you were talking about. Um, but yeah, so Rocket Man is currently available to stream on both Hulu and Amazon. Um, and I'll mention a couple other like underseen one and and the apocalypse to bring it back and horror there is a horror musical uh that came out um, a little over a year ago it's about a a zombie apocalypse in a small english village and the the kids dealing with it are singing their way through um so if you like zombies and musicals that's that's worth that one okay um and i also want to recommend um, one particular scene from Rock of Ages, uh, which I wasn't a huge fan of the movie overall, but um, I really loved the scene when um, Tom Cruise and Malin Ackerman sing I Want to Know What Love Is. Mm, yeah. forgot she was in that. And I forgot that. What year did that come out? Because I Le- saw that. 2012. I don't think that was on the list. This was a bad list. okay we've got one more big quick thing to get to which i said to each of us let's come up with a pitch for a musical that's never been made before that we would like to see so katie what do you got for us so mine is a spinoff from lame is that tells ebony's story which one? See, which one I don't yeah, which one? I don't remember either. And he is um, the one who sings, oh gosh, now, On My Own. And who played her in the... She was played... She's the one who um, is in love with Eddie Redmayne's character. Is it Samantha Barks who played her? Yes, and version? she... Okay. And she played her on um, the theater version, too. So I think Ebony is an unsung hero of Lamez. 
Okay. And I think she just, she is in love with a boy who doesn't even know she exists and doesn't love her back. And I just feel like all young girls can relate to that. So she deserves her own story. Yeah. So and similar what- to Wicket, where we see the side of the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, okay. Like that's to see Ebony's journey. And would it would you just call it Ebony? Or did you... I think that would work. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You put a lot of thought into that. I like that. I did a, I was making some funny ones. I was just I thought of um Parasite the musical. I thought that would be an interesting movie. And then I thought you were mentioning, um, like, um, I forget what you said about Rockstar. Or I'd asked you something, but I thought this was mine called um, Let's Spend the Night Together, the Mick Jagger story. I thought that might be an interesting one. I can't believe there's never really been anything much about the Stones. A movie about them, really. So I thought that might be a good story. So those were my two. You maybe find this out the secret to how Keith Richards has survived. I know. <laughs> all his drug use. Yeah, I know, and he's still going. Yeah. All in their late seventies. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Uh, my idea is. Jeopardy, the musical. Okay. <laughs> we open up, zoom in on a contestant, then flash back to when he was just a boy or just a girl, depending on how it goes. And this person uh, is watching Jeopardy at home and is like, I want to be on Jeopardy. And you know, cut it back and forth between. It'll be like taking place. There'll be one Jeopardy episode that lasts like the whole course of the movie. And various flashbacks to to uh, moments that are are relevant to finally getting on and um, yeah. being a contestant. And I think it should have like a, a dash of Monty Python spirit to it. Okay. So if, you know, like if you've ever seen Spam a Lot musical, I think it should have some like some sort of self awareness. Yeah. So not some, not where they uh, have to some goofiness in that thing that answers and questions. What was not that kind of was that? Music. Not where they have to sing the questions. Not that kind of musical where they play. Oh, well, that, that could be that could be like the name of one of the songs. Like you have to sing it in the form of a question. Yeah, <laughs> I like that Jeopardy the musical. <laughs> That sounds good. Mm. Okay. Um, did did uh, Hampath, did you have any trivia questions? Oh, I didn't think of any trivia this time. I did write down a few of our un- your uncle's songs, though, if you wanted me to mention those, but forgot about trivia this time. Yeah. Yeah, our Uncle Martin, um, Martin Malone, Hampeth's older brother, he's um, known in the family for his song parodies. I think one of his most famous is Constipation to the tune of uh, Oklahoma. Constipation when you just can't get your bowels to move. That's the only one I remember. He has a whole musical, um, Mary, Get Your Cross. Is it? Oh, I wrote down. Wesley said it was Annie. Get your nun. <laughs> you have to thing <laughs> to Annie. Get your gun. So I don't know. And then he wrote, told me Genesis the musical. He has a whole oh, one. Yeah. And West Bank story, where he said he he told me the one to America. It says. I want to live in Jerusalem. No, you can't live in Jerusalem. Only let Jews in Jerusalem. <laughs> we should do like an Uncle Martin uh, Oscars or something where we, I know. we pick the best so of his funny. songs. So those are, he should have been a some kind of writer. 
Has fun said, doing I think those. he submitted a few poems to the the New Yorker or something here and yeah, there. Yeah, he actually sent a poem off to for um, last week. He sent it to me that he wrote for Wesley and Elizabeth for their wedding. That was beautiful. So about us all being together. So yeah, he writes beautiful poetry. He does. Yeah. But anyway, that's our. Yeah. I did come up. I did come up with one trivia question. Trivia quick. question? I like this. Yes. Um, I'll uh, give both of you a chance to answer. Okay. Uh, what are the the ten movies, ten musicals of one best picture at the Oscars? What are the first and most recent ones? I'll be very surprised if you can guess the first one. Oh, the first and most recent that have one yes, best. Picture, Best movie. Yes. Oh, that's a hard one. First and most recent. Huh. Wow. First musical. Huh. I have no idea. Singing in the rain. I was gonna that, guess singing that's in the one rain. Of them. But that's, that's not that. first. Is it before no, it's that? It's um. 1929. Oh. <laughs> okay. The something oh. follies. <laughs> what was and that? The something follies. I think that's actually the the second one, the Sigfield Folly. Oh, okay. There was what there was it, one before think... that. Oh, okay. What is it? I don't think we'll ever get it. It's uh the Broadway Melody of 1929. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and then there's a more oh the most recent I have a guess do you do you have a guess Kate? I most recent. Um, I don't think it want. Mm. Can you give us the year? Well, I have my guess. Um. Yeah, I'll give you the year. It was two thousand two. I, I think I know. Yeah, give your guess, because Chicago. Uh, let, uh, let me correct my... Yes, Chicago is correct. Ah. <laughs> so none um, since the, then. Huh? It was the... Do you want to correct myself quick? It was not the Zigfield Follies. That was the second one. It was the Great Zigfield. Oh, okay. God, Broadway um, That's a good trivia question, though. So they're actually, I, and Singing in the Rain actually did not win, it looks like. Oh, okay. So West Side, um, did Sound of Music win? What was that? Did the Sound of Music actually win Best Picture? Music did. Yes, Sound of Music won, and uh, so did West Side Story. Yeah, I knew West Side Story did. Uh, overall, 10 musicals have won Best Picture in Oscar history. I think we've said everything there is to say about musicals now. Yes. Hopefully we've changed some people's minds about going to see some. Mm-hmm. So as we uh, wrap it up, uh, Katie, is there anything uh, you'd like to promote or anything you'd like to recommend that's going on? Well, not that any of this really needs promoting, but for those of us who aren't lucky enough to live in New York or live in a big city to see Hamilton on Broadway, it will be coming to Disney plus um, July 4th weekend with the original cast. Oh, I heard they were, so they're just going to show like a filmed uh, version they filmed the of the play and they're gonna right. show it. Is it just gonna be one time on the on <laughs> Disney Plus? No, I believe it will be available for streaming. Oh, okay. Which I yes, unfortunately They don't have Disney Plus. Plus doesn't need more money or anything. I but, know. Yeah. Oh, because I wanna see it so bad. I'll have to get it for just, what, like a week or something? Try get the free trial. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. I did that with HBO when I needed it for something. Yeah. To get, oh, to watch Gary Gullman when I watched that. <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, that's exciting, though, because I have to watch that. You guys have all seen, well, you saw Hamilton, but not with yeah. the original cast. Not with the original cast, no. Okay. Do you have anything to promote or recommend, Aunt Beth? No, well, I do recommend that quiz. I watched that Sunday night. Oh, it's so good. Did you watch oh, it? Yes. Did you watch I did. it? I, I really liked it a lot. No, what it is this? It's about, it's based on the who wants to be a millionaire scandal in, um, in Great Britain that took place in 1999, was it, Jeff? It's 2001. Or 2001. This okay. couple that they're accused of, he wins a million dollars and they're accused of cheating. And it just, I don't know, how, do you know how long, how many episodes it is? Three. Just, oh, that's all? Ooh, yeah. so it just started um, last Sunday, and it's so good already. <laughs> so you watch it. Did you watch Fleabag? The yes, girl, I watched Fleabag. The girl is that played her sister plays the wife. Um, and okay. Then, so, um, but, yeah, wasn't it, it gets you hooked right away. I really liked it All so right. far. So it's on Sunday night on AMC. So you could probably okay. watch it on demand if you missed yeah. the so yeah i recommend that if people uh, are in, especially if you're a millionaire fan it draws you right in all right i'll let you um sign off do your sign off aunt beth oh what do i usually say what is good night what is good night <laughs> okay well i'll um remind everyone to um Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll be back. Uh, I think our next episode is going to be our the best TV shows of the 2010s. Ooh, I haven't done that one. So uh, get ready for that. And in the meantime, keep your remotes handy and your eyes open. <laughs>